When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to another Sunday edition of We Run the North. And we're going to go a little early today because as everyone, I'm sure as everyone knows, the Steelers have their final preseason game here in about a little under two hours uh, against the Detroit Lions. So you know, I'm Kevin Tate, guest contributor to the BTSC podcast, know-it-all podcast host. And with me today, I got my homies, the homie B. Dirt, Brandon, and Pay. What's good, fellas? What up, though? What's happening, everybody? Got to give the what up. Got to give the what up, though, when they're playing. Yeah, I mean, like, 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 playing last, against Detroit, you know. Last week, you guys were in sync. When I said "What's up," you guys was like in 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 alignment with each other. I said, "Did you did you rehearse that?" No, we <laughs> just we went gray shirts this week instead. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's what what's what's that? Your shirt says, "Be dirt." Uh, adios pantalones. Those are Sunday vibes. No pants. So, so are, are are we all to think that you sitting there in your in your boxers? It's the beauty of podcasts. You don't know what's going on from the waist down. <laughs> Not, you don't know. Could be Winnie the Pooh over here. Right, one good, right. One good thing we took from twenty twenty, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, yeah, man, it's probably it's probably. I got a neighbor across the street from you. My neighbor across the street. He literally all the time he must work from home a lot now. And I used to up until I left my job for disability. Well, actually, my job was cut out first. Then I got on disability back in September 2020. But my neighbor still works from home, obviously, because he comes out every day to smoke a cigarette on his porch. And he'll come out in a in, in a in a dress shirt and a blazer. And dude got on either like gym shorts or pajama pants. Or that's <laughs> like, great. So that's that's literally that's literally what he's doing. So, but you know, so today we're gonna talk about what's going on in the north, right? As as we head into the the season kickoff, I believe the season kickoff is uh, September eighth. The Rams and the Buffalo Bills yeah, Thursday night, night football. So as we as we talk about these things, the Rams play the Bills. Let's talk about the Rams and the Bengals with 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 you know. Uh, they practice with each other this this week. I know Sean McVay and Zach Taylor have a relationship. Zach Taylor comes from the Rams, so it's no surprise the the Raiders and the the Patriots practicing with each other. That's the that's the uh, Bill Belichick and tree. yeah, I got the coaching and, tree. Yeah, who's who's the Raiders coach? McDaniel's Mc, Josh McDaniel's Josh, Josh McDaniel's. Yeah, their relationship. So you got these inner squad practices going on, and I think teams really like it because you get to do more against somebody else is not as controlled as a preseason game. So you can, you can run the stuff you want to see over and over and over again. So teams really seem to like it. And if coaches have relationships, that's what they do. The Steelers didn't have that this year. 
I think they might have had one with Carolina a year or two ago. Stands the reason because the owner, uh, Tepper, Carolina Panthers, used to be a part owner in, in Pittsburgh before he bought the Panthers. But, you know, so I get it. So, but be dirt. The Rams and the Bengals practicing all week. And, you know, we all saw the the, the, the tape of video of Aaron Donald going wild and, and, and with his – with his helmet against who I don't know. He just was swinging that thing, man. A la, a la, um, who am I thinking of? Cleveland. Miles Garrett. My Miles a la Garrett, Miles yeah. Garrett. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. and, and Mason Rudolph. So, but like, what do you know about that, man? Well, I mean, uh, the biggest hit I think was on Thaddeus Moss, but um, the, that whole thing stemmed that boil over uh, happened from stuff that happened last year when the Cowboys were actually practicing, uh, um, doing the dual practice with the Rams. And uh, Collins, Lyle Collins at that point, and uh, uh, Leonard Floyd uh, from the Rams got into it a little bit last year at their uh, joint practice. And then that kind of happened again this year. Um, Collins and him got into it, talking trash, and one thing led to another, and that's what happened. Um the Aaron Donald then, you know, it's practice, so everybody, there's helmets sitting around everywhere. And um, he just picked up two helmets and went in there swinging. And uh, Thaddeus Moss got hit. Luckily, no one got injured. Everybody that got, you know, got brazed by the the, the helmet had had a helmet on. So not, not as dangerous. Uh, still not something you want to see. Right. Um, I was happy to see, you know, Tech Harris came in and, and dumped uh, Donald on his apple cart. So I'm just happy to see the guys stand up for each other. And, you know, it's uh, they've been fighting with even you've, you've been fighting and scrapping with each other. Um, this is the kind of stuff that happens in practice. I was glad to see that, like, unified front from the Bengals. Uh, and it was luckily nothing, nothing bad happened other than a lot of really great memes came out of it. <laughs> and you said you said that was carryover. Between Floyd, Leonard Floyd, and you, you, you guys' new tackle Collins from Dallas. Yeah. Yep, mixed up from last season. They got it. They got it in a little bit of a dust up last season. So uh, they evidently have bad blood. Okay. Nobody. Do you know if Aaron Donald? I mean, I, I know the NFL said that's stuff that happens at practice has to be handled internally. You haven't heard? Have you heard anything about? What's, I know he's not going to get suspended, especially the first game against Buffalo. The NFL doesn't want that. No, the, the, I, the, 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 the potential bill I hear is uh, is that there'll be a fine that's going to be donated to charity. So okay, that's that's yeah, all. I, NFL, but I haven't seen it. NFL doesn't want that Aaron Donald to be suspended and give up the chance of him sacking Josh Allen in prime time or something like that happening. They it's, don't, you know, practice. Practice infractions usually uh, are meted out by the by the team anyway. So, and if you think LA was going to suspend one of their own, you know, I can sell you a bridge um, in Arizona. So I, right. I doubt it. Probably, it'll probably, like you said, it'll probably be a fine. They donated to charity, and more than likely, we would never hear anything about it. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a diehard Bengals fan. I don't want to see him suspended. I. You know, I, I can recall I, I, like getting into it with really good friends of mine at practice. Just yeah, the heat of the moment boils over. It's what happens. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's what happens in football practice. Yeah, we used to getting quite. You I mean you know just think of the frustrations back back in my day. You know, Ohio high school football. We had we literally had two a days. We come to practice in the morning, get to go home for a few hours, and come back in the evening. And you you do that for a couple of weeks, and every everybody ticks you off. <laughs> I saw I saw it in basketball practice. Right. So I definitely get it. So what about? The game last night, then I see the Bengals won the game like 19 to 7. What was the score of that 16, game? 16-9. 16-9. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Rams, I think we both moved the ball um, about the same. The Rams had a couple turnovers in the red zone. Um, you know, backup quarterbacks, being backup quarterbacks, it wasn't the greatest thing to watch. Uh, I, I really like our depth at wide receiver. Um you know, last year we kept six. I think we keep seven this year. Um, unfortunately, I think Lassiter kind of played his way out. So, um, so, so you said you keep seven and you kept six last year. So, at the expense of what position? Um, I, I, I think they like uh, where they're at in defensive back, and I think because we added Hill, who can play that slot corner. And safety, I think it gives us a little flexibility of maybe him covering two backup positions rather than than having two separate people. So I, that would be my guess. Because um, so I still think they're going to keep Thaddeus Moss um, as a third tight end. I don't think – You um, like him? How, how, how's he playing? That's Randy Moss's son. It is. And he's played well. Uh, you know, his biggest – obviously, you know, his pedigree coming out of LSU was that he'd catch the ball really well. Um, had some blocking questions, and I think he's much improved in that. Uh, he definitely put on some strength this year. I think uh, he so, was he was drafted last year. He wasn't drafted. He's undrafted. Free agent we brought in last for year. the Commanders. He came, went to the Commanders first, I believe. I think this is his second yeah. year. Yeah, this is his second year. He was with us last year. Okay, so they must have cut him out of out of camp last year, and you guys picked him up. So um, he. Uh, you know, I think there's some upside there if he if he's still putting on meat. Um, so I, I I like I don't mind keeping him as a third one. I think they'll keep him and not do two there, uh, just because of the injury prone of the position. Uh, right. That's that's my guess. Um, so the 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 flexibility of Daxon Hill to play all over the secondary allows you to have an extra yeah. receiver. Um, and, and Kendrick Pryor uh, is who I'm hoping that receiver is. I, I just think he's got a lot of upside kid out of Wisconsin. I could see him really um, kind of be a, a diamond in the rough find for us. Uh, what's so, his, what's, what's, can, I've heard, I vaguely remember that name in Wisconsin when Ohio State would beat up on him. Yeah, so but like, got, I don't think he really ever had a really good quarterback throwing to him. You know what I mean? So uh, I think he kind of went under the radar. Uh, coming out undrafted, um, and, and he looks. I mean, he runs great routes. He's got great hands. Um, he's been playing what's his teams extremely well. What's his measurables like? Is how tall is he? How much does he weigh? Um, I have to pull it up. Eddie Moss. No, 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 he's no, no. Kendrick Pryor. Pryor. Kendrick Pryor. He's just an average size, size dude, man. Okay. As far as the receiver receiver goes, uh, let me pull it up here for. Him. But um. He also does really well with the uh, with on special teams. So he's 5'11", 190. Okay. It's a six foot tall, one ninety basically. 
but he, he plays well on special teams. Uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, Morgan Jr., so Stanley Morgan Jr. I was impressed with uh, Stanley Morgan Jr. We talked about him. I told you his, his dad was a yeah. receiver in the league back in the 70s, Stanley Morgan Sr. Yeah. For the uh, and, and he was one of our Patriots. Better, yeah, he was one of our better um, our better special teams players last year. You know what I mean? So yeah, he was he he was good in Nebraska. Yeah, he was good in Nebraska. But uh, so I was impressed with the little bit I saw of the game with you guys battle for the third running back. Um, you know, you got Mixon and P Ryan, then you got the kid Evans, and not Evans. I'm not talking about Evans, the other guy. You're not so I Chris Evans didn't play a whole lot. Yeah, but um, but the, the the battle for the third running back is down between Chris Evans Williams, and this guy. Travion Williams. Yeah, that, that I think that's his name. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Evans got very much play because I think he's solidified his third spot. Is he a lot? Okay, yeah. okay. Um yeah, he, he's looked really good so far this preseason. He's taken a lot of a lot of snaps. Um, I, you know what, the, the, the crazy one for me actually, and this is kind of a weird thing for me to even talk about is the punter. Um, you know, when you look at our punter situation, uh, Kevin Huber has come back for his 14th season, uh, Cincinnati guy went to university of Cincinnati, kicked for us for 13 years. Drew Crispin comes in, um, and looks phenomenal. Uh, so they both had two punts last uh, the last game yesterday, and uh, uh, one averaged thirty five and one averaged fifty three, and it wasn't the vet on the right side of that one. So that's going to be an interesting an interesting thing um, to see what they do there. Uh, Drew Crispin, I know the one thing they were worried about was his holding because uh, we have our kickers hold uh, our punters hold for the kickers, and uh, McPherson was just as good with him holding as he was with Huber. And in practice and everything else, so I don't think that's a that's a game changer. So it'll be interesting to see if they stay remain faithful to the the, the guy who's been with us for 13 years, or if hey, they go with me, the kid with the younger, bigger leg. Let me ask you this: You guys don't want to pick up the punt guy? No, I think he needs to go to the Browns. We'll just get them all. <laughs> all sexual deviants in Cleveland. That way, we can keep our eyes on them. You know what I mean? We're talking about for anybody that doesn't know. We talk about Matt Ariza. His nickname is the Punt God. Uh, drafted to the Buffalo Bills in the sixth round just this past year, um, and he is in trouble. I don't know if I want to say he's in trouble, but he's been allegedly alleged that he uh, was part of right part of a, a gang rape of a underage uh, young lady. When he was in college, I believe it was was it last winter, but yeah. So he, he the, the Bills just cut him. They cut him. They just, I think it's smart. He's he's never played for him. He's never done anything for the franchise. He's a punter. They'll go get another punter. But yeah, what like what do you guys think about this? More you know athletic shenanigans. Uh... It's 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 still early in the uh, you know in the in the civil process, um, so not not much to draw on. So we'll I mean as things come out, we'll we'll have we can form a better opinion as far as what happened off the field. As far as um, 
Uh, the Bills cutting him. Uh, you saw that. You saw the writings on the wall for that. He was a rookie, a, a rookie, B, a special teams guy. You know, you they, you know, he he won't go be uh, special to them, you know, to, and for and for them to uh, defend and, and keep him on the squad much longer. So that was all. That was to be expected that he'd be cut before before too long. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, it's just a, it's a dangerous slope. I, like, we don't know enough, like you're saying, Pay, to really say anything. Um, I, like, I, 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 I hope that the Bills know more. You know what I mean? I hope the Bills know more and have some insight, had some investigators in it, because I'd hate to think that we're just going to start cutting people over allegations. You know what um, I mean? Because well, that, that's a slippery slope, too. Um. The way McDermott answered those questions in that press conference, when uh, when the news had finally broke, lets me think that this is completely blindsided the uh, the upper management of that squad. Even though they say they were they were informed, uh, it doesn't it doesn't look that way to me. So it's all it's all very fresh right now. Okay, well we just we just want to touch on that. Um, so pay man, we, we really, we really need you this week, man. Cause Mike didn't make it. And, and every time he, he, neither, he's, neither, did, neither did his team, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he in, intends on making it. Then something happens at his job on Sundays and he, he just hasn't been able to be here for like the last three or four segments. We really, we really missed the banter between him and Britsburg when he's on here, but you know, we, 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 we just have it. Uh, we we don't really get along with Browns fans. I mean, eh, Ravens is the big rivalry, but I think we respect each other more. The, the, the Bengals, you guys are like off and on. We really don't care as long as Vontez Burf is in the round. But you know, we we pretty we pretty much get along too. But yeah, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers though. But pay hey, so man, you can talk about what you want to talk about first, man. You can talk about the Ravens. The Browns don't get along with anybody, man. They really don't. They really don't. You talk uh, about the Ravens. They played the Commanders last night and won. Lamar Jackson didn't get any any reps in the preseason. I mean, so I don't want to ask you a question about the Ravens if you want to talk about the Browns first because they actually played your Chicago Bears in Justin Fields, Ohio State's very own. Looked very looked very good last night. What you well, whichever one, take yeah, it well, on. Um, Justin Fields, they returned back to Ohio, and he looked like he did when he was in Ohio. Um, he showed showed out in that first half three. Easy touchdowns. Um, the what's what's good the, as a Bears fan. What's good with that is the last time we played the Browns, uh, my uh, Miles Garrett and the rest of that front line completely um, we completely destroyed Fields and in, in the O line for the for Chicago. I thought uh, if you can go back in time, you heard what I was saying after that game. We got to pull the rook. Yeah, he's not going to make it this year. We can't we can't defend. Him. I think we had I think we gave him nine sacks. Or something crazy that uh, that game. Um, so the good thing uh, about yesterday is he didn't get touched at all. We kept them kept them out, kept uh, um, the Browns front front line off off our quarterback, and he showed improved, like most Ohio is, is uh, accustomed to seeing out of him. Um, that's the good side for me as a Bears fan. As a Browns fan, well, as anybody that's following the Browns. That's you know, if you've been listening to me, it ain't gonna be a good season for you. Um, Jacoby Brissett got his first preseason action yesterday. Um, why that is is a mystery to anybody that's has a half a brain. Um, 
And he didn't look, I mean, he didn't look too too spectacular in my in my opinion. I mean, he looked like Jacoby. He had a little uh, slow wind up. He looked kind of stiff. Um, I mean, but you don't expect much out of Jacoby anyway. I mean, he's not an NFL starter. But, again, um, it don't look like it's going to be anything special to write home about for uh, Cleveland this season. Now, I know they held out a lot of starters, so Jacoby was really just out there by himself for – you know, just tossing the ball around. So, which begs the question, why even play him if you're not going to play him with anybody he's going to play, got to play with on Sunday? And since you knew he was going to have to start during the season, why is he just now starting? Well, I don't, I don't, just, just, just to, just to uh, jump in on what you're saying, I don't think it matters to what receivers he's playing with because Cleveland's going to run the ball. And I mean, we, we, I think, I think we know we can't put Amari Cooper out there because he's, He's right. you know fragile. <laughs> he's he's like bubble wrapped during when, when whenever there's not a game. They only they only unwrap him out the bubble wrap when it's time to play on Sunday. I, I, I agree. I, I agree with you that they should run the ball, but but Penny brings something up. If you bring this all in and in, circulating in compass here, uh, that's very interesting to me. I don't I don't trust Stefanski to do that. I I don't think they're a great coach team. I don't, I think some of the calls they make are weird and he's an offensive guy. And I think at the end of the day, he wants to outsmart other people in the past game. And I think he's going to try to do it no matter who he's got a quarterback. That's my gut. He got Stefanski got a case Keenum to an NFC championship game. I'm not saying he's not a good offensive mind. I'm just saying, what they should do is turn around and give those two monsters behind them the ball, and I just think that he's going to get stuck trying to throw the ball more, try to outsmart people. And I, I agree with. I think we've we've seen what Brissett is. I don't think that's their best option for winning football. Well, Sean hey, Payton, hey. let me let me jump in real fast. Sean Payton and Drew Brees got Case Keenum, Keenum to the championship game. Let's you know let's get back, <laughs> go back that way. But go on, as you were saying. <laughs> hey, K- Case Keenum made the pass to uh, Stephon Diggs. The, the Minnesota Miracle, in there with it. Yeah, the greatest yeah. non-tackle of all time. <laughs> Wait, is yeah. it? Because that other game the Saints blew in the uh, playoffs that kept them out of the championship game. Um, it's just the Rams. That was a clear pass in the right. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, greatest non- one of the greatest non-tackles in playoffs. So, playoff great game. non-call. Yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah, very. Yeah. I don't know what that. Um, so, a a a J C is saying Josh Dobbs should start. We're real familiar with Josh Dobbs in in Pittsburgh. I mean, he's a backup here for about four years. Like he he was he made the actual backup one season. He was third team the other three three or four seasons he was here. But I think the thing with that Jacoby Brissett at least has experience. Mm-hmm. Josh Dobbs doesn't. I think he may play a handful of plays. That never start in the NFL, so I mean I understand why they're going with Brissett. I keep Josh Dobbs as the backup over Josh Rosen. Um, I know we're arguing over which what color the trash can is going to be at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. They're both both garbage. Yeah, yeah. It's (laughs) It's not. It's not an argument as much as it is. We're just we're just updating the updating the viewers, the people watching on. Who's which garbage can is gonna be Cleveland's backup backup quarterback? The audience the audience is pretty smart. I think they understand that. You know what? 
as, as B Dirt said, it doesn't matter what day the trash get picked up, it's still trash. Wow. So so we talking about Josh Dobbs and Josh Rosen. I don't think Josh Dobbs is trash. If he's if he's battling Josh Rosen for a roster spot, <laughs> was it, what I mean? Hey, I Josh, I mean Josh, Josh Rosen was a first round quarterback, man. XFL is hiring. Wow. <laughs> wow, okay. So yeah, so I was surprised at, at I mean, because the Browns didn't score to like with a minute left in the first half. It was 21 to zip once. I mean, Fields came no, in and did, did this thing they, real quick. They didn't score at all in the first half. Um, they, they they couldn't – until the Bears pulled their starters, they couldn't get anything moving. So, I mean, I, so I guess um, Jacoby was out there playing with backups against starters. So, I guess they, you cut them some slack. That That's not a very, you know, prudent position to put your uh, players in. But, hey. He didn't look all that any great. I don't think he looked too much better if he was playing with starters against starters. So, right. I well, I mean, they 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 had trouble scoring. I mean, as long as and even if Deshaun Washington is there, but even that he's not there, I don't. The, the the Browns don't strike fear in me as a as a as a divisional opponent. I mean, not not that they're not capable of winning. They got to. They got good pieces on defense. They got good pieces on offense. But give me, give me Mitch Trubisky over Jacoby Brissett right now. They'll win a couple games. They shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they they will because of defense. Have, they'll, they'll have a pick six or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. A couple of those kind of plays that that'll that'll win games that they shouldn't win. Like well, all well, bad teams, they 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 sneak in a few wins here and there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your parlay. So, so let, let's jump real quick to the Ravens. They 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 beat the Commanders, of course, seventeen fifteen. I think is that twenty three in a row now. Twenty three, just extend, just you know, stacking wins on top of wins, extending that record. Twenty three in a row, Jordan. So, so or, what you know, for the Ohio for the Ohio people, LeBron. Ah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, what are we uh expecting from the Ravens? I mean, like Lamar Jackson didn't play. At all, to be expected, you know the uh, the future three hundred dollar man. You know he, he they said he wasn't gonna play none none this uh, preseason. Whoa! Anyway. So you say three hundred million dollar man? That's I mean, if reports to be believed, that's what they offered him. Biscotti and uh, Biscotti and crew they uh, they offered him three hundred. He turned that down. Yeah, he wants it all guaranteed. I right. thanks Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> thanks you, you, Cleveland. You, you you see how the Browns messed the market up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for everybody. You know, I, I don't know if everyone knows this, um, but when you all guarantee money in the contract is a is paid right then and there on on signing. You don't pay the player. You write that check. You send it to New York, yeah. and you put it. They put it in escrow, and they make sure that money gets paid out. So, I don't know, and not to, not to um, you know. Call call these billionaires into the poorhouse, but I don't know anybody that wants to write a three hundred dollar check, on you know at the drop, the drop of a hat. You know, thanks again, thanks Cleveland Haslam. <laughs> <laughs> but so, all right, so what are we expecting from them? Who who who, who do the Ravens open against? Um, they open against the Jets. Yeah, we expect another win. Um, that's that's to be expected. So with the Ravens, I mean, it was pretty much dress rehearsal. 
yesterday. Um, not a lot of people played. You know, you got uh, uh, Huntley played the first quarter, and and uh, the rook, the undrafted uh, rookie, uh, Anthony Brown Jr. He did the second and third quarters, and he looked amazing. He had two, no, three long pass completions down the left side of the field. Two of them. That's the kid that played. They played for Oregon last year, right? Correct. Um, Two of those long passes went, went to the newly signed Demarcus Robinson. If you remember, you know, he played for Kansas City. And got cut by the Raiders. Yeah, and got cut by the Raiders. So, you know, he's make, he made a splash as soon as he could. So they, the, the rivals, as, as we've been saying these past weeks, with the, um, the depth on the offensive side for the Baltimore, it's getting, it's getting scary now. One week I was talking about um, Shamar, what's his name, Davis? Uh, Shamar Bridges, I'm sorry. Jamar Bridges and, you know, his breakout game. Um, then, you know, he does has a couple of disappearing acts. Now Demarcus Robinson shows up, five catches, 135 yards, long walk-in, walk 67-yard touchdown. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's getting real thick out there. Then you got, don't forget the uh, the other um, wide receiver, rookie wide receiver, Ben uh, Victor. So Ohio State's Ben Victor. There you go, Benjamin Victor. Um, so the the fight for number three and number four wide right receiver is is getting real hairy in Baltimore. I, I think you know number one and number two is pretty much sewed up between uh, uh, Devernay and Bateman. And, uh, Bateman. So yeah, it, I mean, so 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 you think they keep five receivers at most, right? I mean, they got to keep more than four because it's three receiver sets, but they don't keep more than five because they probably want four tight ends. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they that, got I, I seven on the roster right now. <laughs> they're gonna, that, that's that's that number's gonna come down pretty pretty fast. Uh, I think they carry three tight ends because that's just as extra offensive linemen, and then they carry three. And you know, I, th- keep I up. think I think Tate's right. I think they carry four. That might be that might be closer to safe. Four tight ends because you know as you know because they, they got they they got two rookies they really like. They do. They do. Um, and if they can get, you know, some special teams out of either of those guys, no-brainer. Exactly. Another good thing, um, Ron Sh- um, phew, Shelley, the, uh, the tackle, he came, He was cleared off the pub list. So good news all around so far. J.K. Dominic, they, they keeping him in bubble wrap. Everybody's going Everybody's going into week one ready to, ready to fly. Even I Chuck don't... Clark. Chuck Clark uh, – He's going to come out of. He's going to probably go and come out of pre out of camp as a starter. So well, Chuck, Chuck Clark has asked to be traded. He asked to be traded. You know, at, at, to my understanding, he asked to be traded early on in the uh, back during OTAs. Just, just, just as you know, they drafted Cal Hamilton. You know, with the first pick, and, and then he says, I, "I want to get out of here. I want to go. You know, where they ain't trying to replace me." But. Cal Hamilton, you know, it doesn't look like he's going to be the number one guy coming out of camp. Chuck Clark is is pretty much favored for that spot. So, you know, all, all everything's you know everything's roses right now in Baltimore, and you know. So the the Ravens picked up punter kicker Cameron Dicker, Dicker the kicker, Dicker the kicker played at University of Texas. What they called him? He was a Longhorn. He was a uh, he was undrafted and played for the Rams most of most of training camp, and they released him and Baltimore picked him up. I know they don't need a kicker. I can't remember who their punter is. We know they don't need a ticker kicker. They have Justin Tucker. Ma but, just uh, texted you that. No, it sounds no, like no, Ma no. in Texas. 
Oh no, I, I knew that. I mean, come on, man. I'm a, I'm part of the Know It All podcast. But I know I know the most, not mod, man. You should you should know that by now, B Dirt. When it comes with Texas. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He he is heavy Texas bias, but Cameron Dicker the kicker <laughs> is a Texas Longhorn. Now is picked up by the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know what that means. If he'll be on the practice squad, if he'll take the job from because I feel like they had an old punter too. You're talking about the Bengals old punter. I just can't can't keep up with all these things. But no, so okay, so Lamar wants 300 million. This is what I'm getting from this pay. They win 23 in a row preseasons, haven't lost a game since September 15th of the preseason. Uh Lamar Jackson wants 300 million f- fully guaranteed because Jimmy Has- Haslam and the Browns jack it up for everybody, the market. Uh they're coming back healthy. Chuck Clark is going to be the starter. Kyle Hamilton is not going to start. Yeah, if you remember last week, it's looking, you know, it's looking like they're going to have a lot of sets with, you know, five DBs, six DBs out there. Right. Yeah, um, that's that's that, that's pretty much a lot of NFL-based packages nowadays. Yeah. Big nickel, small nickel, dime packages, you know, but okay. And we're keeping four tight ends and probably five receivers. Would, would J.K. Dobbins play week one? He's, I mean, he's he's trending in that direction. I would, if you had to, if you had me to put like a number on it, over under, he probably plays thirteen and a half snaps, maybe somewhere in that in that neighborhood. They, I mean, they've got depth. Um, Gus um, Gus Edwards, Mike Davis. Gus, Gus Edwards is is on is is on it. Well, he's healthy. Mike Davis has been carrying the carrying it for the most part, most of the most of camp and. In the preseason, um, Justice Hill, he's, you know, another another guy that's, you know, coming back from an injury, a serious Achilles injury. So they're not going to pound pound anyone into the dirt. I, I would if I had to put a number on it, I'll put it in the, eight, you know, 13 and a half, you know, uh, running back. Range. Yeah. And then, you know, running you back by committee, the uh, Supreme Committee, probably. If you had, to, if you, if I had to guess, um, Mike Davis would probably, you know, out snap um, the whole running back room on on week one. Him and him and Gus, you know, maybe, and he would get the most snaps. Gus and JK and JK might uh, um, share share the same number, maybe, with Justice Justice Hill bringing, you know, coming in fourth. That sounds like that would be um, a safe plan, a safe route. Baltimore have no receivers. Uh, if they don't have any receivers, a lot of teams don't have receivers either. They've got some talent. They've got some talent on the outside. You know, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, well, I, I think real quick, we'll transition real quick. We're almost a little over halfway done. But um, Baltimore, just like I said about Cleveland, for that very reason, doesn't scare me because I don't see any, any outside of Lamar Jackson anybody truly dynamic you know i mean so i mean i think you just you just make them have long drives at at the worst let them send justin tucker out and you can you can slow them down like that because i don't i don't see any explosiveness if you don't let lamar jackson are you you saying are you saying play them the same way teams played patrick mahomes and the chiefs last year just, you know, put two safeties back there and force them to take, you know, 
little by little. Well, well, if, if it's me, I actually do what Brian Flores did as Miami Dolphins head coach last year and, and put, put eight in the box, nine in the box, you know, and, and make Lamar Jackson have to throw to beat me because I feel like my defensive backs, whether that be the Browns or the Bengals or the Steelers, can can one-on-one those receivers. And and you just shrink the field and don't let Lamar Jackson beat you. And I think you're you're okay. I mean, they might hit a play to Mark Mark Andrews over the middle or one of the other tight ends, something like that. But over the course of a game, I think that limits their opportunity because I don't I don't see them hitting hitting home run shots. They can, I mean, Baltimore can play uh uh hash, I mean, outside the hash, they can go uh sideline to sideline with with the best of them. They have no problem, you know, making that eight in the box uh, keep moving, tire them out, then going over the top of them. They've shown okay, that, well, you know, consistently yeah. with this Roman offense. I, they can, I they would can make do them prove it. I would make yeah, Lamar have, Jackson has to beat me with his arm over the top. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he can't he, do it or they can't do it. Just to say, has he not done it? Can, I not, mean, not, have not, you all – have, have playing, you know, majority of your defense up has that been a successful um it sure it sure worked for Miami last year. Yeah. And then and then the Steelers are one and three against them are three and one against Lamar Jackson. And the one game we lost, Juju Smith Schuster fumbled the ball in overtime when we were getting field goal range. So you know we we he could be 0 4 against the Steelers. But you know so now this the, the, we're gonna transition again real quick. I want you guys to ask me any Steelers questions that you may have. And, 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 and anything that comes from the live chat, we'll put them up if questions come in about the Steelers. We'll get we'll get you guys' perspective. Who is your starting linebacker core? Oh man, oh, I yeah. think it's gonna be I'm not I mean, easing you I, into anything. Go for it. Obviously, it's gonna be Miles Jack. And I think you mean you mean the four or the two middle? Uh, two middles fine. The competition is the two middle. Yeah, Miles two Jack, and I'm still it's gonna be Devin Bush. I mean, they 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 got to let him play. He's first round, first round pick, first round pedigree. I mean, people forget, Steelers fans forget he was playing well his rookie year, and up until he got hurt in his second year, and it's been downhill since then. But if he can get the plane and get, you know, get the rolling, get some, get some, I don't know what what I mean, just 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 get that, get get his confidence back, and goes out there. We we have a dynamic linebacker unit with those two. Um, I think uh, Rob Spillane, Bobby Spillane, will will be the third linebacker. He's he's a run stuffer. If you remember, guys, remember a few years ago, he crunched Derrick Henry in the in the hole on the goal line play. Never seen Derrick Henry hit like that. That matter of fact, the hit like that, Ray Lewis hit Eddie George and made Eddie George quit football. But but uh oh shout wait 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 shout the, out the, Scarlet Scarlet and uh, Great Nation. Yeah. Um, the bus did hit Brian Erlacher like that too one year, but I was talking about from a linebacker hitting a running back, not a running back hitting a linebacker. But Bussy did hit Erlacher like that. I'm sure you remember that payday. Uh, Erlacher got it back. He got his, he got his look back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I like I like the rookie man, Mark Robinson, seventh round draft pick out of Ole Miss. He was a running back in college before he transferred to Ole Miss. And dude is just a, a, a heat sinking missile, man. He's all over the field. He's laying hits. He caused a, a sack strip fumble the first preseason game. 
Steelers came back and won that, but it was because of because of him. He played great last week, lots of tackles. Um, so I like him to make the squad. Mm, we may keep five linebackers. I don't know if they're ready to give up on Buddy Johnson. They drafted him in the fourth round last year from uh, Texas A&M. He has potential, but he hasn't been playing well in camp. But I think I don't think they give up on him just yet. So. The answer to your question, B Dirt, it's uh uh Miles Jack and, and Devin Bush. Do you think they have a little bit of a short leash with uh with Bush? Yeah, they do. Is this, I mean if it's, is this it's, a four game or a six game prove it? No, it's it's, it's game by game because they feel confident in Spillane. If he's not doing what he needs to do, they'll put Spillane in on rundowns. And then and and they'll they'll go depending on the on the down and distance they'll go they'll go big nickel or coverage nickel on on third downs and put it put an extra safety on the field or something like that so they can mask him not playing well with substitutions whether it be Spillane or another safety on pass downs but I mean, he'll, he'll get a chance it's a prove prove a year for him a lot of people in Pittsburgh are kind of disappointed he had a an interview with the with the Pittsburgh uh, local pool pit the other day and he said. They asked him, and he said, whether he's a Steeler or not next year, he don't know. He said, but I'll be in the NFL somewhere. And I think people took that. They took it took it how it sounds, but I think he's just not good in front of the microphone. You know what I mean? He's still a young guy, 23 years old, doesn't, doesn't really have a good, good self-perception. You know what I mean? You got to be self-aware sometimes. And I don't think he is, so he says stuff where he puts his foot in his mouth, but I really don't think he he, he meant it. I I, I agree with, with AJC. I, I, t- I keep Buddy Johnson over Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen was a safety, made linebacker, and he's just been there for about four years now to Penn State, and it just he just hasn't done enough. So the the up the upside potential in Buddy Johnson, I think, is greater than Marcus Allen in a position of need. You got a question, Pay? I do. Um, who would you say is the most on the bubble player heading into tonight's game? Oh, I don't even know if the most on the bubble player will play tonight, man. Um, it, 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 it's a receiving battle. It's going to, on the bubble is that the sixth receiver I think is between Miles Boykin and Steven Sims at receiver, but I could legitimately see. And the only reason I think the only reason he makes it is because his little brother, Derek Watt. I don't think Derek Watt has done enough to earn a roster spot. We talk about keeping four running backs, and with a fullback, him to be one, I think you get more value in just keeping Cam Hayward as a third tight end. He can fill in at fullback. I think if you keep if you keep Benny Snell, Benny Snell, if you keep four running backs, I think Benny Snell can come in at fullback in a pinch. So, I think Derek White's on the bubble, personally. Claude, Claude, Claude says Benny Snell. And I think Benny Snell's on the bubble, too, but that's why wow. I think it's be, – oh, yeah, it's definitely between Benny Snell. I think we know we know four running backs, right? We know Najee Harris. I think, I think uh, McFarland has done enough. He, he seems like he's, he was a – he was coached by Matt Canada in college in Maryland. So he knows a lot of the offense, a lot of the package. They have they have packages for him. So I see him making it. 
Jalen Warren, the undrafted rookie at Oklahoma State, has looked great all through camp. So I Benny think was the uh, Benny was the, uh, you know the um, not change of pace, but like you know the receiving back, right? Last season. Nah, man, he don't got no hands. Thumper. Yeah, he's he's the thumper. Thumper. I mean, okay. yeah, if you're talking about third down back, it's definitely McFarland. And I think okay. Jalen Warren has shown just enough. He's better at running the ball. He has he has he has probably has about eight or nine receptions in the preseason. So I think he catches the ball better than Benny. Now Benny's a great special teams player. Oh, Benny would get signed before his ink dry oh, yeah. on his cut sheet. Yeah, I don't I couldn't see if Benny got cut. That'd be a shock. And I couldn't see him being unemployed too much too long. No. Y'all, y'all say y'all got three better. Hey, you know, roll what you got. Well, I don't know if it's three better. I think Warren is better, it's better than Benny Snell. It's the way the mix fits. Yeah, it's the way it fits. I mean, that's why I say Benny can play fullback in the pitch if you get rid of Derek Watt, but maybe you don't get Derek get rid of Derek Watt because of TJ. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, but it's it's four guys, five guys going for four spots. I think. And if they cut if they cut Derek Benny will be a fullback in the pinch along with Cam Hayward. They'll they'll split that split they that duty. Cut Derek and just sign him as a team advisor and pay him to hang out <laughs> with his brother. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, Derek White came to Pittsburgh. He was a really good fullback. I mean, you know, probably well, not not that there's a whole bunch of fullbacks. He probably was top five in the league at the time a couple years ago. As far as fullbacks go, great special teams player, but. He's making quite a bit of money. I mean, do, do, do you take that off the, off the books and keep one other guy? I don't know, but he's he's the one guy. I, he and him and Benny Snell are on the bubble. Two two players that have produced in the past, whether it be special teams or Benny Snell's got Benny Snell's got some wreck on offense running the ball. But I think one of those guys are, are out of here. Okay. Well, I got I, a question. Go on, B Dirt. I got I got a couple things I, I'm I'm curious about for tonight's game against the Lions. Today's game, I should say. Um, so the Lions are doing the opposite uh, of what the Browns did. So they're going to play their starters, but they're not going to play golf at quarterback. So I don't think you're going to get a, a a a true look at their wide receivers, obviously. But I'm interested to see what your thoughts are. To, you know, I. I Who's going to start for the Steelers, and are they going to look better against the run um, here? And then the other thing I'm looking at um, is how their offensive line, which I think is a, a lot like us, has been the weakness for the Steelers. How do they handle the Detroit Lions off or uh, defensive lines, especially that right side? Now that they've moved Brockers in the right tackle, and they've got Aiden Hutchinson on the on the right end. I mean, that's a it's pretty formidable pair of them. Um, regarding the Steelers' defense, real quick, because that'll be fast. I don't think we'll see a lot of the major starters. We'll see guys. I mean, you'll see some stars. Like we won't see Cam. I don't think we'll see Cam. We won't see TJ. Uh, maybe we'll see Ogan Joby for a little bit. A Lua Lou, two of the three starting defensive defensive linemen. Um, we'll definitely see uh, Miles Jack and. Devin Bush and Miles Jack will go out first and then we'll rotate with Devin Bush, Spillane, and Mark Robinson. We want to see what Mark Robinson looks like with the with the varsity. So we'll we'll see what that looks like. Um, and in the secondary, the corners might get a little run in the first quarter. Maybe not. Um, I don't think Minka will play. We'll play KZ will play, and we picked up another safety, Elijah Riley, 
off waivers from the Jets. Um, we'll we'll see what he has. So he'll he'll get some playing time. Uh, but you know, I'm expecting a good a good a good challenge for these guys. The last few guys trying to make the roster. In regards to the offense, good question, B Dirt, because Brocker over there and Aiden Hudson, Aiden Hutchinson on the same side. That's formidable, right? And it, it, it it's a good test for this old line. We played like like poo poo last week. Um, I look for Kevin Dotson to be the starter. The kid Kendrick Green drafted last year out of Illinois. Illinois. He's from Illinois. Shout out. To, <laughs> to be a to be the center last year didn't work. Now the, they moved him back to his more familiar position of guard, which he played majority of in college. And he stunk it up, man. He gets bullied. He's kind of small for both center and guard. And I mean, so they put Kevin Dotson back in the starting lineup. So and with, with the way Mike Mike Tomlin, Coach T challenged those guys this week, he came in and kind of let them know you guys did not meet the standard. You guys stunk Monday after the game last week. So I, I expect them to have a better effort. I think we'll see them for the majority of the first half of the starters just because they need that continuity and rapport with each other. Um, Najee Harris will get a probably about the first series. Then they'll take him out. And we'll get to see what happens between Jalen Warren and Benny Snell. Um, so, but yeah, it's definitely a good challenge for the line. I'm glad that Dan Campbell and D- Detroit are playing their playing their starters. It's a good test for the Steelers. It's good for TV uh, too. If, if if I was Tomlin, I would have Najee getting my chicken wings. That's what I'd have him do. I wouldn't have him <laughs> feel at all. But yeah, he but he 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 wants to come out there. I mean, he. I understand that sometimes you got to protect players from themselves. You're right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I think if it was up to Tommy. He got can, nothing to prove. I can see Najee being one of those guys. Come on, coach. Come on, coach. Let me play. Let, let me just get a couple carries, coach. I can see Najee being that guy as he as he looks like pay. But uh, <laughs> say that, pay. Say, come on, coach. Let me get a couple carries. <laughs> just a few, coach. You know. <laughs> but uh, no, but I mean, so. He'll get in the first series and and, and he'll he'll be out quick. If if it's an extended drive, they're going somewhere. They won't hand him the ball. They'll they'll, they'll go to more of a passing offense just to protect this from expo protect, protect him from exposure. But uh, yeah. So I, I agree with you though. I mean, I wouldn't. He, he doesn't need to play. You get you 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 get enough work in practice as a running back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, That's true. You know, I mean. So I don't know, but stretch. The, the, Go 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 stretch and ride the bike. That's, there you go. That's if you want to you want to get going to sweat in. Go go do that. Yeah, I got him with cucumbers on his eyes laid out. We got about we got about ten minutes. Any other questions, real quick, about the I Steelers? Got, I got one. This time next week, we're doing our show. Will Mason be a Steeler? I really feel like Mason. I, I and, think he's got a better shot being on the other team. They're getting ready to play. Yeah, that, that's why I, th- I think tonight is an audition for him. If he plays any playing time and he, he he lights up Detroit's defense, I think they make the move because they got Blau and Broyle. Boyle. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, yeah. I mean, so. Put some respect on his name. May- <laughs> Mason, is, is, Mason is better than both those guys. And I think he fits schematically. I don't think there's much drop-off or much difference in play style than him and Jared Goff. So I could see it actually being a fit. You know, so um, it's a lot of I don't know if it's self-created buzz by 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 the Steelers and the, the people in the organization about this trade buzz for Mason Rudolph. I don't know. 
Man, look, they get anything for their third quarterback. That is a heist. That is a, that is a surprise. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you got people talking. Some people talk crazy and steal a nation, man. Like, we get a second and third from Mason Rudolph. That's not happening. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I, was, we get, to, I was listening to it this past week. Like, offended about getting an offer for a fifth round. Um, what, what do you mean offended? A, a fifth round pick is stealing. That's great. I mean, mean? I, I, I'd settle for six. The Bears had three starters in their quarterback room a few years ago and couldn't trade, couldn't trade any of them. Well, obviously, they didn't want to trade. They didn't want to get rid of Mitch for unknown reasons. But we we had to keep uh, uh, Nick Foles, and we had um, Nick was because the contract situation wasn't it? It was yeah, three three quarterbacks in the room getting paid start you know low end starter money. It couldn't get rid of none of them. If you all can flip your super unproven uh, third quarterback Mason for anything. Like I said, that is a high. I agree. I, I just have a stupid pick. It was a lot of. I do feel like his physical traits are similar to Jared Goff, but there is kind of that deer in the headlights thing going on. Yeah, there is. There is, but he's better than than Boyle and and and, and no other guy. I agree. Cat, Cat, I, I, Cat hey, so he good. can back up. He can be a backup for the Bengals. He back up the Bengals. He back up the Rams. He back up for quite a few teams. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. I'm going to say real quick, I got Mitch Trubisky being a starting quarterback going into week one. I don't know what Kenny going to do tonight. We'll find out in an hour or so. Uh, but, I mean, I'm rooting for Kenny. But I think Mitch – Kathy says, why not keep Kenny and Mason, trade Mitch if he bring better deal? Well, yeah, but I, I don't disagree, Kathy. I mean, Mitch would bring a little better trade value, a little better, because he, he's unproven still. I mean, look. The last tape we saw him was in Chicago when they put him on the bench for Nick Foles. So, 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 so we're all agreeing, though. We're all agreeing. Kenny, Kenny is the brisket. So we're arguing rather we want to change the mac and cheese or the collard greens, right? Right. No, you never, you never trade. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, you don't trade macaroni and cheese. I would say mac and cheese. That's the. That's the. That's the. Hey, that's 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 the. That's our resident white guy saying that. But I would say mac and cheese. Don't trade your mac and cheese. That's the starter, man. (laughs) Yeah. But no, but uh, Kenny, I wouldn't be mad if if Kenny were the starter and they did do something like that. I mean, I think Kenny's the future. I think we know Mitch's ceiling. Um, We don't don't know what that is with Kenny. But I understand why they would go with Mitch to start anyway. Yeah, And I I hope Mitch does well, but he's going to be the starter. So we'll see. I think Mason will be number three. And maybe he'll be traded next week. Be dirt to Detroit. But but uh, so real quick before we get out of here, expectations. What do you think? You guys tell me what you both think the Browns' record is going to be. Real quick, five and twelve. Five and twelve. Okay. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. I'm probably I'm probably more more in line right in the middle. I'm probably more about six and eleven. <laughs> You'll skate it, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Pay. What about the Ravens this year? What what rec, what we got record for them? Expectations. So, my expectation for the Ravens is to win the division. Um it, it'll still be a close race. I got them 
only thing that, that that gives me pause on that type of uh, expectation for Baltimore is Cincinnati Cincinnati's <laughs> offense. Um, just just because the simple fact that Cincinnati has a legit superpower on the offensive side of the board, just you know, it, it calms any type of like super expectations for any other team to just because we're gonna walk away with the division. Like Cincinnati can have a top three offense. I don't think anybody would bat an eye at that. If I you know, just say, yeah, they can, they can be a top three offense. Um, but uh, the, the floor, well, the ceiling for 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 Baltimore um, championship game, uh, I expect them to win. I expect them to win, be a division winner. So I, w- I would say that's probably their floor. No floors to win a division. I, I think anything underneath that is an, is an underachievement of a season. Record. Just give me record. Oh, okay. So, so 11, to be a winner, you're, you're saying at least 11, 12 wins minimum. I, I would say 11, 11 to 6 for the, uh, the winner division. All right, B. Dirt, what do you think? He pay, Payday says that anything under the conference championship game is a, is a, is a letdown. No, no, no. Anything underneath a, a division winner would be a letdown for the season. Okay. I think, I think, they're, I think they're ceiling. I, don't, I, don't, I can't see them winning the conference, but I think they, they can get to that game. Okay, B Dirt, your take on the Ravens record, real quick. Ooh, uh, ten and seven. You and you and you and you and Ken agree. He yeah, says, I, Kevin, I, I'm not Kevin as I'm not broken as sold on on Pay's um, confidence of them throwing outside of the numbers. I think in division, um, they're gonna get. A lot of people stacking the box and trying to beat them up. Okay, I don't disagree with that. I say I I, I got Baltimore. I think eleven and six. I think eleven and six. I think ten and seven is their is their right. floor. Are you just gonna keep splitting the difference between me and Pat? <laughs> I say I think eleven <laughs> and six is their is their floor. If he and, takes a half on this next one, I'm done. <laughs> all right, go 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 ahead, B Dirt. You first. Your 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 Cincinnati Bengals expectations. Record real quick. We got about we got about three four minutes. Let's eleven and six. I still I think we win the division, but I think it's uh it's close. It's very close. I don't think anytime in the near future anybody is going to run away with this division. I think it's too tight. I don't disagree. What do you think, Paid about the Bengals? Yeah, I, basically same thing I said. Um, I am I am expecting Baltimore to win the division, but I can't. I have to temper that expectation. Because Cincinnati is so so potent on one side of the ball, so I expect them to finish one and two in some fashion. Uh, you give me ten chances, I'm gonna say Baltimore six times. So, yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah, I'm I'm in line with that in some in some fashion. Okay, I got the Bengals. I got the Bengals finishing twelve and five. I think that offense is just too potent. Um, I probably have them. Our winning schedule's the- too. Too tough for that. Tough schedule too. I have to probably have them uh, winning the division. Though I think it'll be close. Though I think it won't. The the only team will be more more than two games back at the end of the season will be the Browns. That's what I think. I think we all agree there. I think the chat agrees as well. Okay. All right. So real quick, Steelers. Give me my Steelers prediction. You guys give me yours. I got the Steelers going ten and seven. Um, tough schedule. First year for a new quarterback. Whoever it is. I like about I think we're fighting for a wild card position. That 10 and 7 could easily be uh 11 and 6. 
but I have us Tomlin won't have a losing season, and we'll know next year when we're ready to compete for the division. And we can this year, but we, I think we'll really be ready next year. We'll know who our quarterback is. What do you guys think about the Steelers? Nine, nine, nine and eight, ten and seven. I'm about there. I'm about there with you too. Um, I think they're. I think the fact that you're going to have a quarterback um, j- a juggle somewhere in the season, maybe midway, if not a little further, maybe not a little earlier. That and then the growing pains that come with that will probably be, you know, a hindrance out of one or two wins. But I still expect them to have a minute, a winning record in some fashion. Be dirt. I. I just I'm, – I'm, I'm in a weird spot here, but I'm going to go eight, eight, and one. I just – somehow Tomlin eight, avoids – Eight, and one. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I, I think somehow Tomlin avoids a losing record with a tie. So that's where oh, I'm Oh, so eight, eight, and one. Okay. Eight, eight, and one. Tomlin keeps his never having a losing season streak together. Good enough just to slide through that. But I think uh, their offensive line needs some serious help. Eight, eight, and one. The Jeff Fisher special. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Well, all right, guys. Well, I mean, hey, so it's time to go watch the Steelers. It's 344. Yeah, 344 Eastern time. The game comes on at 430. So let's everybody go watch and see what's going down. Um, this this broadcast, uh, we run the North. We'll be back next week for our last Sunday. Then after that, Obviously, uh, Jeff and Brian and Dave will be doing the post-game show on Sunday Sunday evenings. We are moving. We don't know exactly when yet. Could be a Friday evening thing, Saturday afternoon, even if we record it on Friday night and or Saturday morning and play it later Saturday afternoon. And we'll just be bringing the news from the ASC North, the games, the matchups, touch on stuff around the league and a lot of different things. Might be talking about some college football so, so all the Steeler fans know, you know, what's going on in college football and who to look at as far as players and upcoming drafts and stuff like that. But we're just, you know, excited to, to be here, be able to share our passion for football with you guys about, you know, different teams, be there, obviously the Bengals, me, the Steelers pay is stepping over cheating on the Chicago bears to come talk about the Ravens, but we appreciate just his, his football knowledge and, 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 and insight. But uh, so go check out the game. Uh, and watch the – I'm sure there will be a post-game show tonight with Jeff Hartman and the guys. And check out all the other podcasts and stuff. And check out the BTSC website for everything Steelers. Read the articles and all that stuff like that. So we're about to get out of here. Be dirt Pay, anything to say real quick? I want to see a good game tonight. So Hard Knocks is special on Tuesday. Just remember, we all dislike the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Thanks, man. We'll 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 be back next week. Steeler Nation. Here we go. See you all later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.